Welcome to The Music Reel. I'm your host, Nicola Burton, and today I have a very special guest with me. Now, as you know, I'm talking to men and women around the world from events, hospitality and music sectors, trying to get a handle on how everyone's faring in the 2020 lockdown. Now, today, I've got Cara Robinson from the internationally acclaimed act, Pat Fitz and Cara. What I find fascinating about this act is that they've carved out their own career in their own terms and built an internationally thriving music business outside of the standard norms that, that I've been operating in the last 30 years. So I'm, I'm absolutely intrigued with what they do and how they do it. Now, this act is a unique combination of folk, roots and gospel blues, and it's something we don't get enough of in Australia. So, Cara, it is so lovely to see you. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. It was a pleasure, absolute pleasure to be here with you, Nicola. Oh, lovely. that's good. for asking us. <laughs> you and Fitzy normally are touring anywhere across the world or around Australia. How has it been to be stuck in lockdown, in isolation in Australia for the last couple of months? Uh, well, our, our last gig was on the 29th of February. And I had, I, we, we had already um, last year, at the end of last year, we had actually um, started to cancel our overseas um, gigs. Okay. Because, for, for, for this year, um, purely because we'd been on the road for 11 years solid. Wow. And my health was just showing signs of, of not being, um, I, was, I, I wasn't very healthy for a while. I had, um, well, I still have um, alopecia, um, areata, which was loss of hair, yeah. um, hence my little hat on. <laughs> um, and um, it's, it was also, I, had a, I have um, an autoimmune disease that I found out, and I've just, through, 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 through breaking down our work, um, amount of work, uh, bulk, um, I've just started resting and, you know, taking time out. So I had, from cancelling overseas for this year, um, was, was, was a, a really good decision for us, you know, to take a bit of time out. And Fitzy was like 100% behind me, which was awesome. And um, so we were, we were planning to stay in Australia from from that from last year the end of last year anyway wow um, now with with the um it's all it's always hard for a musician to slow things down because yeah. you you we we live in in a society at the, in the music industry we live like six months in advance to 12 months in advance that's right and because i i had i had cancelled a lot of stuff that we were meant to be doing. I mean, really, it, 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 last year was just absolutely chock-a-block for us. We got no time to come up for air. So by, by cancelling that, it, it, it wasn't as such a shock in, 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 in travelling, you know, in flying overseas and touring. But then with the COVID-19, when it came in, um, three months ago, it really forced me to slow down, you know, as well as, as everyone, but it, it, it forced me to really slow down. And in that time, 
Um, in the last three months, my hairs started in areas to grow back, which really gave me a lot of hope. So that was personally for me, that was, that was really good for me. Um, you know, set aside, you know, just such the, the amount of trauma for other musicians and other artists and, and people out there, you know, that weren't ready to slow down. Um, I guess it's, it's been a real, you know, I've had, I've had a few conversations with wonderful artist friends of mine that have been quite distraught, you know, three months ago, they were like phoning me up and going, what am I going to do? You know, all the work that I've worked towards is now gone. And for us as well, you know, after, from the 29th of February, like I haven't, we haven't done any gigs or we haven't, I mean, all our, our money, um, which was to cover, like I'd, I'd organized the amount, a certain amount of festivals that came through quite easily without any stress. Um, in Australia, you know, Australia has been absolutely wonderful for us in the music industry and the support that we've, we've been shown. But that all came to an abrupt end. Um, and I had set up a, a certain amount of festivals so that we could actually um, afford to pay our mortgage, you know, and, and survive that way, you know. Um, but we've, we've managed to keep, you know, food in, the, food in our cupboards and the roof over our heads. And some of the money that we had that was going to go to flying overseas, because we have, we have to have a certain amount of money saved from the last tour, from the year before, we have to, you know, have that money to actually put towards the flights, the, the car hires, the accommodation, everything in, in, in that area. Um, so we've just been, we were living off that. Um, and because it, it's a business mm -hmm. and I'm seen as a sole trader because I, you know, I, I run the business now for around eight, eight years. Um, that was something that, you know, we, we, I, we went to go to, to receive job keepers and it's only just come through in the last month. Oh, sorry for so me. That, that was a bit of a, yeah, that was a bit of a pressure. I have to say, yes. honestly, was, yes. that was quite a pressure. So it's interesting hearing your story because so many artists are in the same situation, but obviously because you've run it at a high level business operation for a while, you're used to budgeting and you're used to being able to plan a couple of years in advance. Whereas a lot of artists have been caught, I guess, with their pants down. And the beauty yeah. of lockdown is that as you've got time to rest, they've got time to start budgeting and thinking about, okay, how can I change the way that I run my business moving forward? Because yeah. clearly things are not going to get back to normal for a while. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And obviously, um, we've been speaking to a lot of festival producers, and I don't know who you've been speaking to, but it looks yeah. unlikely that any festivals will be happening in Australia for a while. What, what's your um, um, Well, there's, I mean, the, the festivals that we were set to do and um, that we were contracted for was the likes of National Folk Fest, um, Celtic National Folk Fest, and... Um, there's one coming up in September. Well, I don't, I'm not sure actually, I have to touch base, which was uh, Mitchell Creek in yes. September. We, yeah. we, we don't know if that was going to go ahead or we, we, we still need to find out. So there's, there's still a few things up in the air, um, but the immediate ones were instantly canceled. 
Um, and I've heard, you know, like through the grapevine, I've heard that there's a certain amount, there's, there's some festivals that did get in contact with us quite quickly. Ones that um, I can't name um, just for legal reasons, you know, um, I gave my word. Uh, they are trying, they're trying out different channels um, to set up something outside their festival in the in the future hopefully of course fingers crossed yes. that we're still you know heading in the right direction um regarding um people come together you know for an event yes. um, whatever that may be so it really is still a lot of things are up in the air um i do know there's 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 quite a few artists that some of them have managed to go down a different route like setting up a patreon site yes. for them and they're like through talking to them recently they were saying like we're just as busy but obviously there's no audience or there's no travel yes. but they are having to work out the logistics of um recording quality yes. you know changing the whole kind of tech technical situation with them they're they're learning how to get a good recording sound um you know there's 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 a few different sites that and, and different ways that you can live stream now with other parts of the world but again um you know that's been a new world that's been a new world for them and and it's only just now that myself and fitzy are starting to do a little bit of of the live streaming you know we've done one yeah. live streaming which was called bigger than borders yes and i saw that i saw that it was right. yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah they were wonderful they were wonderful to work with you know yeah. i mean it was it was lovely having that collaboration with um ken and harry and emma um in canada they were in edmonton and they've set that up specifically for artists i think they had eric bibb on the week before and then um daniel champagne on the week after us and you know they had and they had a um you know various different other um creative artists you know coming on board with them and their whole policy was quality of sound because the sound quality coming through a computer just in through the microphone in the computer or the laptop um when when you put something live like a, like an acoustic guitar can actually sound really tinny and, yes. and it's 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 very digital and it, it doesn't really portray that authentic sound um of the artist and so working work watching that sort of unfold has been quite interesting i think it's going to change the whole parameters of our industry moving forward we're going to have to reimagine and use technology to find new pathways to deliver shows and song releases, which I think in so many ways is a, it's a great opportunity, isn't it? To, to try something new for a change. Well, yes. I mean, the, the, the music industry is, is always revolving, um, evolving, <laughs> revolving and evolving. Yes. Um, where is changing with the times, you know, I mean, I, look, I remember Nicola when I was, 20 and I was doing my national diploma in music studies and we had a business meeting and there was a um a member of the um 
it was uh, mini discs. You know when mini discs came yes. out. Oh my god! So this this um, group of uh, people came and they were giving a, a, a workshop on um, the importance of mini discs and <laughs> and I'll never I'll never forget the moment where um, our teacher um, turned around and he said, "Oh, he said, you know, like it's going to get to a stage where you know you make a phone call and order a song. That's how you that's how we're going to communicate our songs around the world." And, I, and the whole class just laughed, you know, like we just laughed and went, yeah, right. You know, like, okay, how's this going to happen? And I remember thinking the other day, you know, when, when I, was, I was watching um, Anya Tyrrell, she's a, a wonderful artist and that uh, is from Ireland, like myself, but she, she, she's based here in Australia and she's done a lot for Australia. She's very much um, Australia's her home, you know, now. And she's been very embraced, you know, by, by the... Um, the, the industry here and uh and I, I watched I was watching her and she you know she set up the microphone she had a quality video going and and it was very it was it, the quality was great actually and uh, I remember thinking wow <laughs> look here, at we where we, here we are <laughs> look at where we've come to you know, it's incredible. You know yeah. I actually I love that so in a way lockdown's been great for you to, to have a chance to stop and rest and recover and rebuild your health and I guess now we're yes. reimagining yeah. what can happen. Do you think that maybe a couple of years down the track, you guys might return to touring overseas? I look. I hope so. Um, I do. I do believe there's a lot of re reflection going on um, amongst in, in the artists of, of today that that have been, you know, um, they they're they're building their careers and they're very much a part of the industry now. And I do believe there's a lot of a lot of artists um, reflecting on how they can do it better. And possibly the census that I'm getting is that a lot of artists are wanting to do it as in, in a more organized way. They're saying that because they've had the time mm -hmm. to possibly write an album without feeling the pressure that they have to tour it at this exact date. Yes. They're taking their time more and it's kind of in in a way it's it has for for the touring artist it has brought you back to that place where myself and Fitzy were talking about it recently and we were saying, Oh, it's nice to just play music, to just play music and just enjoy the moment mm -hmm. and not think, right, I have to get an album out, this has to be done this date. I have to get the recording, we have to do the mixing on this date, we have to, and it's like constant deadlines. And you feel at some point, once you're just getting a project on the way, you have to be making another project for the near future. So you don't really get a break, you know. And like, without going on about our situation too much, but there was, there was a, like, there's moments in our career where, I've been the manager and also myself and Fitzy have been co-producers and we've been recording and we've been writing and I've been setting up a tour all at once. All at and once. It's just, sometimes you don't know what hat you've got on. It can, it can be quite mm -hmm. overwhelming. Um, you know, like for instance, last year, um, at, at, like I had nine months, I thought nine months was enough time 
to organize the visa for going over to America to do, for doing a festival over there. And it was our second time going back to that festival. Now, the first time we were very lucky, we had, we had um, a, our booking agent in Canada helping, helping us the whole way through. And then this time, it was madness because the manager that we had at the time um, stepped down from being a manager um, because he had so much stuff on his plate. And I said, look, I'll take it and I'll, I'll run with it, thinking that nine months was enough. And it, was, it just wasn't. We were, we, were, we were fit to the floor to the deadline, like trying to get it, everything in on time. And it had cost us more money in trying to organize just a visa, never mind the tours, you know. Um, and it was, it, was, it was just crazy because we've been working with five to six different booking agents around the world. We've got to organize their time scale. When's good to go over? You know, when's, when can we come over and sync a showcase in with the time that we're doing a festival to pay for the showcases? You know, it was so much um, going on at that time. So this has been a real interesting time to reflect on that. And if we are going to organize anything, it is looking like 12 months out, you know. Yeah, I think Cara, sort of, it's good for everyone to hear how much work goes into an overseas tour, how much work goes into managing, producing, everything about a musical act. And you've been doing it predominantly. It's been a one-stop shop. So yeah. uh, no wonder yeah. you sort of needed to stop and have a little bit of R&R. &R. No wonder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So that, that's, that's been good. That has been good. But of course, like everyone else, you know, we're experiencing the unsurety of the future. Yeah. Um, will, you know, will we, will we go back to live gigs? You know, I mean, these, these are, these, it's even saying it sounds strange, I know. you know, because as an artist, that's what we do. You know, we, we play, we, we, you know, we perform, um, and we tour and, you know, it's, it's, it's all been part of it. It's, it's practically myself and Fitzy's whole life, you know, and many others. So that's, that's a big question, you know, that's, that you have to kind of sometimes bring it back just day by day, yeah. you know, and not think too much into the future until we actually know that there is a foreseeable plan that is, is a possibility. And, and, and at the moment we don't know. Because it's changing day by day now. And we've talked to, you know, yeah. promoters and clubs and um, national mm -hmm. um, entertainment managers, and they're all saying the same thing. We have no idea what's coming. Mm -hmm. We're all in the, this boat of like, it's all outside of our control. So we're just in the, it's probably the first time the entire world's been in the moment, which in many ways is kind of yeah. cool when you think about it. So yeah. look, Cara, thank you so much. You've given us a lot to think about today. And it's so valuable to get your perspective because you have done so much in the industry that most people will only see that much. You've got, you know, the 90% underneath the surface that no one sees. So we wish you um, speedy recovery from your health. Can't wait to see you guys back out there again. Um, take good care of yourself and Fitzy. And thank you for spending the time to talk to me today. I very much appreciate it. Absolute pleasure, Nicola. Thank you very much. And great that you're bringing this um, awareness, you know, into the uh, into the world of virtual, virtual reality. Virtual world. It's an important story. 
yeah, it must be shared. So thank you, Cara. We'll see you next time. Pleasure. Absolute pleasure. So